What's everybody? It's your boy Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess, and I am back with a brand new episode for y'all today. And I hope everybody's having a good day today, and I hope everybody's gonna have a great week, the rest of the week for y'all. And look, every week I got a banger of an episode, and this week is like no other. And it's gonna be no different either, so you already know how this goes. And it's just straight, it's straight WWE content that I got for y'all today. And you already know how this goes, so... Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, get comfortable to sit in, and let's get right into today's episode. All right, so first thing I want to talk about since the Royal Rumble is this Saturday, I want to give you my Royal Rumble predictions on who's going to win both men and Royal Rumble matches and all the rest of the like, matches that's on the card. I already stated my... Royal Rumble predictions in a previous episode, but I'm going to still bring it to you today because it's still my prediction. I'm still going to give you every single, every single card on the list and what I think who's going to win each match. So, first match we have is the Pitch Black match, LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt. I don't know what a Pitch Black match is. I really don't. I really can't tell you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be in like how they always do the pitch black match, which is them is just them. Like, you know, how they usually go to the ring and, you know, the, the whole air, the arena and the whole, like, you know, the ring is dark, but you can still see them in a way. So I don't know if it's going to be kind of like that or a little bit different. I don't know. Honestly, if it's a pitch black, if it's a pitch black match, and I feel like it, this is this is kind of an advantage against um, against Bray Wyatt because he's the one who picked the stipulation, and on top of that, no one knows what a pitch black match is, so I have no idea what uh what what's in store for that one. Um, it's kind of confusing. It's like pitch black match. I'm like, we've never seen, we see some crazy match stipulations throughout the years of WWE. So I have no idea what a pitch black match is. I'm curious to know what it is when Saturday comes, but I have no idea what it means. So um, obviously uh, between me and you and everybody else that listens to this, I already know who's going to be winning. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. It's like, come on. It's the easy, it's LA Knight wins. Then that's very good. That's gonna be very shocking to me. Oh God, that's gonna be very shocking if uh, LA Knight wins that match. But honestly, come on, it's Bray, Bray Wyatt. He's gonna have the help of Uncle Howie or someone else. Like, come on, it's it's. I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't know, like, cause every time we have a match, like a crazy match, uh, in the th- when it was a Thunderdome, like it was always like. They always wrestled beforehand, and then they taped it, and then they put it out on like on the pay per view. So, I don't I don't know if it's gonna be live or gonna be taped. I have no idea, but I'm curious, and let's wait and see. But honestly, I know that for me, it's gonna be Bray Wyatt to take this W. Next one we have on the list is uh, Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss, and um. I don't really. Yes, I would like Alexa Bliss to get the Raw Women's Championship because I haven't seen her with a championship in a minute. But you already know it's, it's going to be Bianca Belair. Like she's going to retain. She she's definitely going to retain. I'm I'm like sorry. Like as much as I love Alexa Bliss, because you know she yeah she she done she basically got every single title in a matter of a couple of years. You feel me? So 
she's been the Raw Women's Championship before. She's she, she's been the Raw, uh, sorry, she's been the SmackDown Women's Champion before. She's also been Tag Team Champion more than once. Women's Tag Team Champion more than once. So, like, she has, she technically, she has the more experience and everything with the championships and all that type of stuff. But with longevity, that's, you know, a little bit hard. So, um, Bianca Belair is probably going to take the W in this match, obviously. As, like I said, as much as I love Bianca, and as much as I love Alexa Bliss, because they're both really great athletes, really great competitors with each other. Um, obviously, they work real well when they're both faces and, you know, and now since Alexa Bliss is healed. And I don't know if she's going to win because of Uncle Howie. I don't know if you know, Uncle Howard's going to get involved in her match, or Bray Wyatt will get involved in her match? I really don't know, because it's more like Uncle Howard than Bray Wyatt, because Bray Wyatt's already, you know, busy with LA Knight, so I don't know if he's going to have anything to do with the match, but Uncle Howard, I have no idea what he's going to be doing, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's who I feel like is going to win the match against, uh, you know, for the for the Raw Women's Championship is uh, Bianca Belair. So that's that's what I have. That's my pick for that match. Um, so the next one I have is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. We have the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, basically the man. That started the island, the island of revelancy. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. This this storyline has been developing really well. Like I mean, really, really well. And I honestly feel like obviously Kevin's not going to walk out as as undisputed WWE Universal Champion. I know that that's not going to happen. Usos is going to get involved some kind of way. I don't know because, I mean, the last couple of matches, technically he did win clean. I'm going to tell you that right now. He did win clean. But, I mean, they kind of have their own stuff with Sam, like with Sami Zayn. I, I don't know. I don't know personally. But I know that Kevin Owens is not going to win this match. It's going to be a fire match, obviously. Will it be better than the main event like the Men's Royal Rumble? I don't know. But that's what happened last year when it was Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. And that and it was the first match of the night. So the for that and it was the you know like the first match of the night was better than the rest of the fucking show. So I don't know if it's going to be the same way. I hope not. I hope it's good. I hope it gets good. I hope it doesn't flop like last year, but honestly, I'm letting you know right now that KO is not going to be Roman. He's not. I'm sorry, he's not. Like he had like don't get me wrong, their last match that that was like probably that intense um was I think their um their last man standing match in the Thunderdome for the Universal Title at Royal Rumble in 2021, I believe. So I do feel like it's gonna be crazy. Not like that. Not as crazy as that match. Cause that match was crazy. That match at the Royal Rumble in 2021 in the Thunderdome. That was a crazy match. Don't get me wrong. That was a fire match, and it was very crazy. But 
I feel like now, two years later, I definitely feel like Kevin Owens is still gonna lose and Roman Reigns is still gonna be a universal champion. Like it's it's the it's obvious. It's obvious. Like, come on now. But yeah, like Roman Reigns retain my boy. Like I love Kevin, but I love Roman more. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm letting you know I love Roman more. So I'm gonna see him retain that title for for the whole bloodline. So that's what I feel like. And then we have the women's Royal Rumble match. Obviously, the women's Royal Rumble match is, like, really not too spoiled like the men's Royal Rumble match because um, I know, like, it's it's going to get crazy. I know that it's going to get crazy. So I know so far that we have in the match is Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Rye Ripley, Candice LeRae, uh, Shayna Baszler, uh, Zelina Vega, and Emma. So I don't know who else is going to be in this Royal Rumble match. I really don't know. Um, I don't know if they're gonna, cause I feel like they're gonna probably open the forbidden door on this one and, um, take some people from different, like, you know, from Impact Wrestling or maybe AEW or maybe even, um, maybe New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know. I hope it gets to that point because I like to see some familiar faces that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And I mean, very, very long time. Um, I don't know if they're obviously going to take some people from SmackDown, obviously. They're gonna, probably going to be some people from um, um, maybe from NXT. I'm not sure. But I feel like this, for the for the Women's Royal Rumble, I already know who's going to win this match. Me, personally, I feel like Rhea Ripley should win this match and then go against Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. So that's why I feel like that should happen for the women. I definitely feel like that should happen. I am all for it, and I hope it does happen. Cause any else, anybody on this list is like they can win, but I don't like the the breakout star in the women's roster at the moment is Rhea Ripley because she's been doing a wonderful job for the past couple months leading up to right now, especially with the New Day helping out the New Day, and you know she's she's technically the she's technically China of the new generation. Let's be honest, bro. The skills, the charisma, the athleticism, it's all there. And you can tell that she's she, she basically acts like China. She technically acts like China. So, like, I'm all for it for, 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 Rhea, for Rhea Ripley to win the Women's Royal Rumble. I'm down for it, and I hope she does. And now, the last one, the Men's Royal Rumble. So, so far we have... Cody Rhodes, Kofi Kingston, Ricochet, Bobby Lashley, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Austin Theory, Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, Santos Escobar, Rey Mysterio, and Karrion Cross. Now, this match, the main event of Royal Rumble, is going, it's, it's going to be a little crazy because there's a couple people on this list that can win, win the Royal Rumble and face Roman Reigns for either the Universal title or the WWE Championship. Obviously, the person that I really want to win is Cody Rhodes. But there's a lot of speculations that people said they want Sami Zayn to win or they want Seth Rollins to win. Some people even say maybe Karrion Cross. Some people even say maybe um, Drew McIntyre. So there's there's like a lot of speculations getting thrown out there that could win because there's, there's obviously the best choice 
is Cody Rhodes. But with how much returns we're probably going to get in the men's Royal Rumble, I don't know. So it's going it's probably it's going to be a crazy Royal Rumble, honestly. But I hope Cody. Obviously, they obviously Cody is coming back. He did say on the, the um on Monday Night Raw that other night that he's coming back. He's going to be entered into the Royal Rumble. We don't know what number though. It can't be thirty. Could be one. It could be fifteen. It could be twenty-eight. It could be twenty-five. We don't know. So, like I said, Cody Rhodes, you better win this, or else it's gonna be a very, very disappointing match for me. I'm letting you know right now. Win this match, prove everybody wrong, and there you go. And then whatever else you can set up, like the Raw after Royal Rumble. It is what it is. But that's my picks on who's gonna win the um. You know, all the matches for the Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble is this Saturday. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. And <laughs> I'm just I'm just hoping that the Royal Rumble this year is gonna be better than last year. That's we don't talk about last year's Royal Rumble. That was that was garbage, you feel me? But um good luck to everybody in the Royal Rumble and see you when I see you. Anyway, next one on the list is talk about raw is xxxxxx jesus i messed that up um raw is xxx was fire that whole house show that whole go home show for the royal rumble was fire i loved every minute of it and i'm gonna talk about every single match and everything that happened so starting with you know, the court of Sami Zayn. And I'm going to tell you, that first hour of Raw was the best first hour of Raw that I've seen and that everybody has seen in a very long time. That was so good. Literally, Paul Heyman saying, bruh, you, you, since you've been in the bloodline, you've just been you just, you just trying to get everybody's hopes up, trying to be happy, and look what you've been doing. That you've been ruining and ruining and ruining your chances with, with Roman Reigns, with the Tribal Chief, and then literally gave exhibit A, B, C, D, E, and I'm like, and then he was like Roman Reigns was just fed up. He's like, bro, I give you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and you still let me down. He was like, Solo, and I'm like, oh no, please no, and Solo was like, in his face, he was like. In his face, you know that he didn't want to do it. You know that he didn't want to do it because he helped the bloodline. He helped the bloodline so many times. You can tell in his face that he didn't want to do it, but he's the forces. So he has to act serious the entire time. So he was like, <sighs> sorry. In his face, you can tell it's like, I'm sorry, Sammy, but I got to do it because he's the boss. And he was like, Dah! and then after the after nowhere, Jay Uso comes out of nowhere and said, bro, don't do it, Uso. Don't do it, Uso. He was like, bro, what you doing, man? He's like, don't do it, Uso. And Roman, like, like, what the fuck is this? What, what's happening right now? And Paul, Paul Heyman was like, are, are you serious, man? And then he was like, bro, he was like, no disrespect, OG, Tribal Chief. But he's like, I'm pulling the game for all footage. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. They, they go back each and every time that Sami Zayn has sacrificed himself to help out the bloodline, which is crazy. And Everything was, it was so good. It was so fire. And, and Jay stood up, stood up for Sami Zayn that night. And I loved every inch of it. 
every inch of that segment. That was the best segment in Monday Night Raw history. That was the best segment that I've seen in a minute. Oh, my God, bro. Jay Uso and Sami, and Sami Zayn. I loved, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved every single thing, minute about it. And then after that, Roman Reigns was like, all right, you got to pass for now. But he was like, I don't want to see you to the Royal Rumble. Do I make myself clear? And I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga ain't playing now. He definitely ain't playing. Obviously, he wasn't playing, but now he's more serious than ever. And then after that, <laughs> after that fire of a segment, because we all know that Paul Heyman is Paul Heyman. Like, we, we know this. Come on now. It's, it's Paul Heyman. God damn it. It's Paul Heyman. But Paul Heyman was like, bro, I don't like Sammy. Why is he here still? Why is he here still? <laughs> so, and like, I'm like, Jimmy was like, he was like quiet. I'm like, bro, you, you, you love Sammy. Why didn't you stand up? Like, what the hell? But Jay was the only one that stood up for Sammy, and I've messed with that, and I could tell that Sammy was happy. And everybody was, and then Jay was like, put your ones up if you want Sammy to stay in the bloodline. And then it was like 16,003 to like two. So that was like majority rules at that point. And I was like, yes, he ain't getting kicked out. Not yet, baby. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I think I feel like now that his final test is him supposed to win in the Royal Rumble, but I know that the final two is probably going to be Sami Zayn and uh, Cody Rhodes, and I hope that's the final two. Um, and I'm looking forward to it as well too. Um, but after that fire of a segment, then it was technically I feel like the like the uh, why well, I'm about to say NXT. Um, the Raw Tag Team Championship match should have been put at the end because that was the best match of the goddamn night. I'm so sorry, bro. That match was so good. It made it made the re- it it threw off the rest of the goddamn show. That's how good the the, <laughs> the first match was. It was so good that it threw off the rest of the show, and everybody else was confused. And matches didn't even happen because of that match and that segment with Sami Zayn. So that's how good that's how good the first the first uh hour of Raw was. And literally that match with the Judgment Day for the Usos defending the Raw tag team titles was fire, bro. People said that oh Judgment Day should have won that match. And I'm like, "Yeah, but nah." <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Judgment Day and I feel like Judgment Day should become Soon should become uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. But after the fire promo, not promo, but after the fire segment that took place before that match, nah, no. And then I was like, when when Jimmy Uso got hurt, I literally thought he was hurt, but it was part of the storyline. I legit thought that Jimmy Uso was definitely hurt. I was like, bro, are you serious right now, man? Jimmy's hurt, and I, f- I thought it was, like, a real life. He got, like, real life hurt because he threw it because, like, the the referee threw up the X and everything. So I was like, oh, shoot, this, this, this is done. This, this, this match is done. And then I kind of knew it was, like, a storyline thing because I could tell from the way he's walking, he wasn't really that hurt. So 
I'm like, yep, it's a storyline thing. So he, he, he's good. He's just faking it a little bit. Probably hurt, still hurting a lot, but faking a little bit. And then he said, like, yo, Sammy stepped in. He was like, we got one Uso down, Jimmy Uso. But Sammy Uso's good to go. And I'm like, bruh, he's defending these titles for Jimmy? And I'm like, yo, real one. I was like, I clapped it up when he's like, bruh, that's a real one. And then Aiden Pierce said, you're in the match. And I'm like, let's continue the match now. And then after that, I'm like, yo, there was so much near falls in this match. It's goddamn crazy. Like, oh, my God. There is so much near falls. First one was the roll-up by uh, Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio cheating, and he, and Sami Zayn still kicked out. Then after that, Damian Priest choke slam the hell out of um, – the hell out of Sami Zayn, and he's still. And then uh, Jimmy Uso, I mean, sorry, Jay Uso broke it up. So that was also near fall. And then after that, there's like maybe like another near fall. I'm forgetting where. Um, oh yeah, when uh Dominic Mysterio uh, hit the six one nine on uh, Jay Uso, and then after that, hit the frog splash one two and then sammy also broke it up again i'm like bro there is so much near falls in this match the match was so hyped that everybody was like bro yeah i was so into this the first match of the night it was so crazy then the last thing they did not gonna hold you like the usos did so much super kick i'm not gonna hold you the super kicks was like a little bit over excessive but it was still a great match and then after that once they um Literally, like, <laughs> even like even in the beginning of the match, even in the beginning of the match, when, like, Dominic Uso got thrown into the outside along with uh, Damian Priest, then Sammy Uso was like, you know what? Fuck it! <laughs> and then jumped over the top rope, hit his head on the announce table, but still kept going because he wanted to prove the bloodline wrong. And, <laughs> and Zeddy said he's good for something. And then literally when it was like the end of the match, it was like super kick to uh, Dominic uh, Mysterio. And then after that, it was over because they did the one knee. <laughs> literally, Jey Uso said, you ready? He's like, yep, throw up, one knee. And then after that, one, two, three. Retain the title for the Usos. That was a crazy, crazy, crazy first match of the night and i was all for it <laughs> oh i was definitely all for the <laughs> that <laughs> that match and i'm like and then you could you could kind of tell that that um sammy Zayn was staring a little bit too hard at them tag team titles he's like bro you could tell that he yo he's he's like bro these tag team titles are gonna be mine soon bro you could tell by the face he was looking and then Obviously, Roman Reigns was like, he made it through the night. He's like, he's like, but I don't want to see him. So, uh, Royal Rumble, you, like, you understand me? He's like, yes, my tribal chief. And I'm like, okay, still hating Sammy after the performance that he just gave. All right, cool. So, that first hour was fire. And then we also had your boy D-Generation X coming back. That was fire. And then we also had Kurt Angle. We seen, um... We've seen a whole bunch. We've seen The Undertaker, the American badass Undertaker, and the whole L.A. Knight segment, the L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt when, uh, tri uh, not Triple H, when uh, Undertaker passed the torch to Bray Wyatt, that was fire. And I'm like, yo, that, that was a good segment right there. 
And then the whole Imperium versus Degeneration X, that was fire. When they, when they said, I'm too old. And then he's like, I'm retired. And he's like, I have a bad thing. I have a bad injury. And he's like, ah, oh, what the heck? I can't even find him. <laughs> that was so oh, that was a fire segment in itself. And then we have the little thing with um obviously the the steel cage match didn't happen because the first hour of Raw was so good with the Usos defending the Raw tag team titles and Sami Zayn that they technically had to cut that match out because of how the, the like how much the, those two alone just basically threw off the rest of the match. Which I did honestly the like the whole the whole go home show before Raw Rumble was so good. I probably didn't even care about the like the steel cage match, but. I mean, everybody was, like, kind of confused, but it was, like, when I heard that happen, I'm like, you know what? I can't be mad at that because the first row was fire. It basically set up the rest of the, the, rest of the show, so I don't really don't care. <laughs> so, and then after that, so technically, since they didn't do the uh, steel cage match, they had uh, Bianca Belair versus Sonya Deville. And honestly, um, Sonya Deville got manhandled by, uh, by Bianca Belair, and obviously she won her match. That technically... The, the two filler matches was um was Imperium versus the Street Profits of Seth Rollins and um Bianca Belair versus Sonya Deville because those those two matches were solid that that um that six man tag team match was solid and then you boy you had your boy Teddy Long literally made the match official so that was fire in itself I really like that Teddy Long came Hulk Hogan came um. And then, literally after that, um, it was the last match, which was the no disqualification United States Championship match, Austin Theory versus um, Bobby Lashley. That last match was fire, and I mean fire. That that match was golden until the familiar face popped up, and I'm like, oh boy, Brock Lesnar's back. And then F5 Bobby Lashley. And then F5 Theory on top of Lashley. And then 1, 2, 3, Austin Theory retained the title. Like that. That that was crazy. That was 100% crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, so I'm guessing we having the final match. Because it's technically it's 1-1. Bobby Lashley has one. Brock Lesnar has one. So the final match is going to be at either Elimination Chamber or WrestleMania. So I hope it's at Elimination Chamber because I still want to see Gunther versus uh, B- uh Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That's what I still want to see. So I hope this rivalry is done at Elimination Chamber. I hope. Um. So, and then it, it was so good since the first hour of Raw also did technically cut the show kind of short because Corey Graves was still talking and then boop and then it just cut to the next next show. But um overall the go home show for uh of Raw for the Royal Rumble was fire. I feel like it was a solid nine out of ten. And I really and I rarely rate um go home shows for pay-per-views because usually they're like mediocre or they're alright or whatever. But this this go home show was was fire. Literally, the legends coming through, it, it was fire. And I loved every minute of it. I loved every second of it. And, bruh, I, 
Triple uh, Triple H, another big, huge W again. Because this was a fire show. Everybody loved it. I loved it. You loved it. You know, like the WWE Universal uh, uh, Universe loved it. And man, uh, everybody's going to be talking about that first hour of Raw for a long time, for a good minute, in fact. So, for, oh man, I have no words. I definitely have no words for the for Raw is Triple X. I really don't. <laughs> All I got to say is. Massive W to Triple H for this go-home show. <laughs> and I definitely can't wait for the Royal Rumble this Saturday. The next thing I want to talk about is who who do I feel like WWE should bring from the Forbidden Door? Like, from, like we can have some people from AEW. We can have some people from... Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. We can have some people from Major Pan, like Major uh, Pro Wrestling. Um, we can have people from Impact. I who I honestly, there's a, there's some people that I feel like they should that should be in the um in the uh, men's Royal Rumble or and uh, women's Royal Rumble. For the men, I feel like uh, a big one, <clears throat> in my opinion, would be uh would be Moose. From Impact, and uh, one one reason why I say one of them should be Moose is because Moose said he always wanted to go to the WWE and wrestle, and I feel like Moose, like Moose wrestling, and I like I imagine of this match before, uh, Moose versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. That would be a crazy match. That would definitely be a crazy match. The storyline, I mean, I don't know how they're going to take play, like take about the storyline of it, but I feel like the storyline for that match alone would be fire, would be immediately fire, and I'd be all for that match too, all for it. I'm down to see something crazy like that. I'm completely down to see something crazy like that. Um, another person that I feel like maybe um, Kenny Omega. That would be also a good match because I uh, I remember he was the belt collector at one point, um, and that was really good. He was the like his. I remember he was the AEW World Champion. He was also Impact World Champion. He was a TN. He was a TNA Heavyweight Champion. But he was like, I think he was like Heavyweight Champion with like five, five or six promotions, like five or like six like promotions. So. He was heavyweight champion for I think a lot of like the big type um companies in wrestling history. So like he was also I think he was also the major pro like the major pro uh uh world wrestling champ. Like I know he was AEW world champion. He was the TNA world champion, TNA heavyweight world champion. He was the Impact uh heavyweight champion. So he, he he had a lot of the big other you know wrestling promotions that he had. So I would definitely see like the belt collector versus the undisputed uh, universal champion Roman Reigns. That would be a fire match too, because um, that would be fire. Kevin Kevin uh, Kenny Omega versus Roman. That would be fire. Um, I feel like another big name would probably. I feel like it would be John Moxley coming back to the WWE. 
And seeing how he been, seeing how he developed, seeing how Roman developed, that would be a good history in itself because you already know Mox was part of the Shield way back when, and they have a lot of history together at the WWE, so that would be a good one. Um, another one that I feel like would be a crazy pick, Matt Cardona. Yeah, because he was he was back in the WWE. Yeah, he he was crazy. I think he had um I think he was tag team champion. I remember he was. Intercontinental champion at one point at WWE. So, and now when he left, he basically uh, revolutionized himself and he got a lot better. Man has, I, I don't know how much championship belts he has now, but the man is crazy. He's technically the belt collector of his own, in his own way. So, he has um, many, many, uh, sorry, why I say WWE belts? He has many, many, um, championship belts from other promotions and man is blowing up so i feel like put matt cadona in there that would be a big face and i would be like a huge return to the royal rumble that would be crazy that alone would be definitely crazy um there's uh i would jay lethal that would be fire i would definitely see jay lethal in there that would be pretty good um Maybe I'd like to see the return of FTR. That would be really good. Um, what was it? Kalito? Uh, uh, Kalito? Um, Kaleto? I think I'm saying this right. Um, in the Royal Rumble, you know, formerly known as you know Cesaro. I'm I'm guess I'm saying his name wrong. I I feel like I am. I I know I'm butchering it, but um, uh, yeah, him. I would definitely love him. In there, um, Orange Cassidy, that would be good. Pac, that would be fire. Um, there's probably um, another one that I'm probably missing, maybe. But, I mean, overall, like, that alone would be fire. Who knows? Maybe Samoa Joe could pop up. Samoa Joe could pop up. I don't mind Samoa Joe coming back. I wish he came back, honestly. <laughs> I wish he was still in WWE. But I know he's doing his thing in a Ring of Honor, so he's he's killing it over there as a TV champion. He's like, I think he's like, he has two belts at the moment. So who? Um, so I feel like him coming back soon, sooner or later for a Royal Rumble appearance, I would love to see it. Eddie Kingston, that would be a fire appearance. That would definitely be a fire appearance. Um, maybe Keith Lee, Isaiah Swerve Scott, that would be good. Um, The Claim, I, maybe, maybe, I'm not sure about The Claimed all that much, but I feel like that would also be a good return. I mean, not a good return, um, a, uh, a, like, for them to show up, that would be also be pretty good. Um, but yeah, there's like a bunch of people. And I mean, like a bunch of people that I would like to see in the uh, the Royal Rumble that I feel I like can bring it in, make the like make it go like as a good a good Royal Rumble because I mean last last year like I don't really we didn't really talk about last year um but for the women that's a different story I feel like. If if I, if I had the, if WWE did this right, Triple H did this right. Um, for the Forbidden Door, you can have Mickey James come back. 
you can have Lita come back. Uh, Malena, I think, come back. Um, you can have Beth Phoenix enter in the Royal Rumble. That would be fire. Um, you can have, I, I gotta think here, cause there's, there's, there's a lot of potential people that I could see coming back for the women's Royal Rumble. Um, was it Sahara? I think her name is. Please tell me I'm saying this right. Sahara, AKA Paige. Please. I hope I'm saying that name right. She can, she can return to the WWE in the Royal Rumble. Um, Britt Breaker, I could see her coming to the Royal, uh, Royal Rumble. Tony Storm, I could see her uh, coming to the Royal Rumble. Athena, I could see her coming to the Royal Rumble. Um, I what's what's that what's what's that woman the the AEW TBS uh, champion, the women's champion? Who? What's her name? I think was it Jade something. I don't know her last name, but she in the Royal Rumble. That would be fire. Like, imagine if she won, go to get uh, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. That would be a good match. Definitely, that would be a good match. Um, there's, like, so much potential people that can be in the Royal Rumble. It's crazy. For me, personally, that's that's my picks for both the Royal Rumble on who, like, should come back for both men and women. Because the men is already crazy enough. The women is going to be at just as crazy as men. Um, but there, there's so much potential, like, people that I can see come back, that I want to see come back, and I'm all for it. I'm all here for it. Um, I hope the Royal Rumble is, is going to be great this year. Like, I mean, I mean, excellent. Because what they have set up for, for this, for this, for all these cards, I just hope that this is maybe a solid show. Now I know, I know. Not every show gonna be, not every pay per view gonna be a ten out of ten, obviously, because that has happened in a long, long time. Obviously, with Triple H taking over, yes, it done better. The a lot of the, the a lot of the pay per views have been getting has been doing a lot better since Triple H has been taking over. But also too, like I haven't seen like a ten out of ten pay per view match in a long, long time. So I'm. I'm definitely uh, excited about the Royal Rumble as I usually am, you know, heading into WrestleMania. And um, I'm curious about who's going to be in the Royal Rumble this year. Definitely curious. So the next, sorry, the last topic I want to talk about that's been spiking a lot of controversy recently for the past, like, I think day and a half, like day and a half, two days, I think. So... The whole thing with the hashtag on Twitter, WWE women deserve better. Um, it's all started. It started after um when they uh they couldn't do the the steel cage match between Bailey and um Becky Lynch because the whole segment of uh the trial of Sami Zayn and you know the Raw Tag Team Championship match that basically went overboard as scheduled and cut that match completely. And it was not going to hold you. I was a little bit upset because I did want to see that match, even though that first hour of Raw was the best first hour of Raw that everybody has seen in a long time. Believe me, everybody can agree with me on this one. But it sucked that one of the matches that was cut completely from the the match card was 
Becky Lynch versus Bailey because I really wanted to see that match. And instead, we have uh, Bailey getting injured from the dam from damage control, which um, which kind of sucked. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, and then we also had the Sony Deville versus Bianca Belair match, which that was like, eh, couldn't like, like it, I don't think it was should have been needed. They could have just talked, you know, but I don't think it was needed because technically. Um, that match was technically taking place for the steel cage match, which honestly, I feel like they could have still done the steel cage match. They could have still done it, but, um, they could have just probably just shortened the time. That's it. Um, but, but yeah, honestly, um, after that, I think there was also more controversy with women because the Bella Twins was not there. They're, um, the Bellatin, the, sorry, the Bellatin, the Bella Twins didn't even show up to Raw's XXX, so that already sparked, oh, um, whole bunch of controversy right there, um, like, it's, 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 it's pretty bad, like, that, that, I don't know that the whole yeah the the whole Becky Lynch versus uh, Bailey should have happened. They could have like shortened down the time, maybe a little bit, like maybe like a tiny bit, so you could still see it and probably still put on a banger of a match for maybe how much time was limited. Because I feel like that could have still happened, but it didn't happen because of the you know that first hour of Raw was you know went overboard as usual. So and on top of that, there was no women like at all. Like, there, we're supposed to see legends come. We were supposed to see Lita. We were supposed to see maybe Michael McCool, Becky Lynch, like the Bella Twins. There is no women at all. Thinking back at it, because I was watching the entire show, because it was like, we're supposed to get some legends. So I'm like, okay, maybe Leah's supposed to show up. Uh, Beth Phoenix was supposed to show up. Um, Bella Twins, I was, I was going to be fire. Um, when they when I thought they were gonna show up, I thought that uh maybe Paige was probably gonna show up. Maybe like they were gonna say, Yo, H, you know, can we have her show up as a legend and come back? I'm like, okay. But there was none of that. No women showed up at Ross XXX, and I'm like, that's that's weird. That's usually when it's, the legends come. Women the the women legends come as well too, and uh that uh that never happened, which was oddly oddly weird. Like, don't get me wrong, we've seen all of our great, you know, the great WWE legends that we've seen, like Undertaker, Triple H, D Generation X, Ric Flair, um, The Undertaker, Kurt Angle. Like, we've seen all that. That's that's good. Like, we've seen them, but no woman was there, which was hella confusing to me. I don't like. I don't know if, you know, like if they didn't show up or he didn't just have a, a, a budget to put them in. I don't know. But um, it just, I'm guessing like, pe like a lot of people are mad and upset because the women wasn't really treated as well, like which wasn't really treated very well. Um with Raw's XXX. And honestly, the match was, like, not the match. The, the whole, the, to be honest, like, the whole 
Ross XXX was so good that I really didn't even pay attention um, to what was happening with that the women wasn't even there. I honestly wasn't paying attention to any of that. I didn't even know that none of the women showed up. I thought it was just going to be, okay, it's just straight legends that we loved. But I didn't know, like, I didn't really, I, like, it didn't really thawn upon me to, like, after Raw cut off, and I was like, wait, where was all the women that was supposed to be there? And then on top of that, the Bella, t- the Bella Twins went on, um, went on IG Live and basically called out WWE and Triple H for saying that, um, that there is no women there at all. So I have, I have, um, no idea what, what's going to happen now with the whole thing, because I, I don't know. I don't even know how they're going to even treat the women's Royal Rumble or the, uh, the, Raw Women's Championship match at Raw Rumble either, if this is happening right now. Because the whole thing is still trending on Twitter right now. And it's it's crazy how much people are in, like, are in this because it's because we're supposed to get Bella Twins, we're supposed to get maybe Lita, we were supposed to get a lot of the legendary women that we haven't seen in a minute, that haven't wrestled in a long time, even the Bella Twins. And like they're saying like the Bella Twins bring so much to the table. Don't get me wrong. The Divas, the like before you know, before they switched the name to Divas, like the Divas was like, you know, not that big. Like it was big, but not that big because Vince didn't really care that much about the Divas all that much. I said that twice. He didn't really care about the Divas all that much in WWE. Um, like he cared, but it was like a little to none. Cause I feel like. He didn't really start caring about the Divas like, until it was like AJ Lee or uh, Paige or um, the Bella Twins. Because they're like the biggest name in women's wrestling at that time was the Bella Twins. And they were good. Like, they were lovable characters. Don't get me wrong. They were, they were fire wrestlers in my opinion. But some of their matches, I'm not going to hold you, was mediocre at best. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to. I'm just I'm gonna say they're good. They weren't great, but they were pretty good. Um, because some of the like I said, some of their matches was mediocre. Their promo skills was like mid sometimes. Their wrestling style, like their wrestling, was also mid sometimes. So I'm not gonna hype up the Bella Twins too too much. They were good for their time in that pat in that last generation. But I mean, let's let's face it, man. Like the the Bella Twins was only got good. Not gonna hold you when it was like. Um, when it was a Stephanie McMahon situation, and then it was uh like the twins turning on each other, that was good. Then you also had um the whole thing when they were with Daniel Bryan, that was also fire. And it it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. It was it was a lot to take in back then. So I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously Lita back then had a lot of respect because like some of some of the segments, especially with John Cena, that was fire in itself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh that that was that was fire segments in itself with just John Cena and Edge alone. Like that those are fire. Um and obviously there are some fire women, uh women champions as well too. Becky, um not what's it not Becky Lynch. Uh Beth Phoenix being one of them. Um China being one of them. I know um obviously when it came to Diva, AJ Lee, uh Paige. 
um, Charlotte Flair, um, uh, one of like was it one half of the Bella Twins? I forgot which one of the Bella Twins. Um, it was like a lot of divas that won, won you know that title when that was around. I'm not gonna hold you, still an ugly looking title to this day. Still one of the ugly, ugliest looking women's championship titles to this day. So. Divas was like, you could throw that title in the bin. That was a garbage ass title. Let's let's be completely clear. People had it. Yeah, I'm like glad you had it, but the, the title was garbage either way. So I don't really care about the title. But the women was should have been well respected. Should have been more time for the women. Um, even though that everything that happened, I mean, and then the match with Bianca Belair versus Sonya Ville. Honestly, like I said, the steel cage match still could have happened. Just shorten the time just a little bit so you can fit it in, but also make it still a pretty good match as well, too. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen now going to the Royal Rumble, especially with this whole uh, movement that the Bella Twins started, which is a hashtag in, on Twitter, WWE Women Deserves Better. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Um, I don't know, you know, if... I mean, obviously, Triple H will take this seriously and obviously think on it, reflect on it, do better to try to book these matches properly and so that it won't go overboard and make sure that the wrestlers themselves probably won't go overboard like Monday night. So, um, yeah, I'm just, we're just going to see technically what happens um, later on with this whole movement because it's it's getting it's it's getting very, very crazy. With uh, with this whole thing, like nobody, nobody really uh, like no one really uh thought that this match was never going to take place. Like, there's literally an article by um, TJR Wrestling that that the Becky Lynch and Bailey was supposed to face off in a steel cage match, but. You know, they scrapped the match last minute and instead uh, Bailey and Damage Control basically just buried her. Like, just did a huge, vicious beating um, on Becky Lynch. And they said that, um, that the, uh, was it the former uh, WWE and WCW writer, uh, Vince Russo, literally said this. He said... I was absolutely shocked they did not they did not bring Becky back and Becky demanded them to restart the match. They buried her. Let's be honest, there is a good chance that this is their biggest show of the year. They looked at Becky Lynch as one of their biggest stars of the company. They are in Philly. You do not bury Becky Lynch in Philly. I'm like they are not going to do the rest of the show with Austin. They're going to bring Becky Lynch back. She's going to cut the promo demanding they dropping the cage and uh I 1000% would have done that. She was not she was not hurt enough where she couldn't come back. It was a swing and a miss for me. I think they absolutely buried Becky here. Be, uh, buried Becky here. And honestly, I definitely could see that. They did uh bury Becky. They really did. Cuz technically that match could have still continued. I mean, you could have made, you know, shortened like a little bit of the theory and a uh Bobby Lashley match. Don't bring you could have bring Brock Lesnar back maybe like the next week on Raw. 
and then shorten that match a little bit with Bobby and Austin Theory and still have the match with uh Bailey and um with Bailey and Becky, but you can probably give it like maybe like 10 minutes or so. And then they could do a good amount of stuff in 10 minutes. It could be a crazy match in maybe like 10, 10, 12, 13 minute match. So they could have still had did it, but it never really happens, which that kind of was a little bit sus and that was a little bit shitty off of WWE's part. I'm not gonna hold you. And then on top of that, bearing Becky Lynch in Philadelphia. That was kind of an L as well, too. Triple H, not gonna hold you. That was a that was you kind of took an L on this one. Not gonna not the show, just this match alone. So um I don't know what has to bring coming in. Like I said, I don't know what has to bring coming into uh coming to uh uh Royal Rumble and the rest of Raw for the rest of the month. Um, we're going to see what will happen, what will be changed. If they, if they do bring back the steel cage match, they can put it on next week. Uh, they can put it on raw next week. Uh, the, like the, you know, the week, uh, the, was it the day or like two days after, um, like, a, like, a, like two days or a day after, uh, raw rumble, they can put the steel cage match back in, um, the lineup for the house show of Raw, like the um, the return to Raw after the Royal Rumble, they can do that. And, you know, that can also happen, too. And, obviously, Triple H can learn from his mistakes on this one because he didn't realize, like I said, he didn't realize that the, the trial of uh, Sami Zayn and the whole Raw Tag Team Championship match was going to take that long. He didn't know that. He really didn't know that. So, um, yeah, just let him, like, do his magic, work his magic, and you know, see if he can revive uh, like the women for right now, because the women, the women's side of things is pretty pissed, and the cross with it, it, it's it's pretty mad right now. So, hope you can clear that up, Triple H. But overall, Triple I Raw Triple H was a was a great go home show in my opinion. But that's it for today's episode. Uh, hope uh, thank you for everybody to tuning in today and listening to me and vibe with me as always. I'm bringing in banger of an episode each week. I love everybody that tunes in. I love everybody that like tunes in on the YouTube page and you know listens and subscribes and I I appreciate the likes and the views and everything. I really appreciate everybody that you know loves what I bring to the channel and I like like I said, bro, it's nothing but bigger and bigger things in 2023 and I'm all for it always and I love everybody each of one of y'all that supported me since day 1 and was with me even with my second, you know, my second YouTube channel and everything. And I, I love everybody. I love each and every one of y'all. Everybody that literally brought me love and support. I really love that. So you can follow uh, myself, Antoine TV2, across all social medias. Snapchat, uh, <laughs> Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you can follow the uh, podcast, um, ODDM Official across all social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So this is your boy, Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess. Hope everybody have a good day, and be breezy, y'all.